Quality good? Yeah. Sweet, dude. <clears throat> Feels weird being back on the mic. I know. We took a little hiatus. <laughs> yeah, we did. Also, we are, in fact, sponsored by Simple Truth Organic. Um, we do, in fact, get paid to promote this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just signed a $10 million contract for the, a three-year contract with them. Ah, three years, huh? Yeah. Did you see the baseball player that signed a $700 million contract? I think you showed me that the other day. That's What's up with these baseball players getting paid so well, much? His contract is it's deferred. What does that mean? So he only makes $2 million a season for 10 years. And then at the end of 10 years, no way. He gets 680. So what if he gets cut, all that? I thought it was a little risky, too. Because, like, in the contract, they could say, yeah, this is ironclad. But in 10 years, a lot could happen. Yeah. Like, Injury. Well, also. It will suck after five. We'll probably all be dead in 10 years. <laughs> you might be right. I mean, let's talk about what Tim Kennedy said. Tim Kennedy, first off, is a absolute savage of a human being. He, yeah, he legit is. He's a little gorilla, but he's so thick. He's so thick, like just muscly thick. Like his the girth on his legs. (laughs) His back is huge. Just his stomach. Yeah, he's he's not fat. No, but he's just like completely dialed. X was he a seal? Or was he Ranger? I think he was Ranger. Oh, I don't really know the difference. I don't but there well, is. There is. There is a big difference. difference. <laughs> um, but ex-military dude yeah. um, was one of the only fighters in the UFC to be still active duty while fighting in the UFC, which is, I mean, kind of crazy. That is insane. Yeah. Which, you know, he had a lot of big support from all the military guys and first responders and stuff like that. And but how did how did that work? Like, he'd go on deployment, and then, like, when he was back in the States, he was... I guess, would take a fight when he's back here. That's insane. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. And a hell of a fighter, too. I mean, didn't was not a low... I think he was... Uh, Maybe cage, maybe fought in Cage Warriors before the UFC, another organization, and he was pretty high up in Cage Warriors ranked wise. And then when he got in the UFC, he had two absolute barn burners against Yoel Romero, oh, who's a freaking. You want to talk about another thick boy? <laughs> Jeez. Okay, okay, we were talking about this. The yeah. fact that <laughs> Tim Kennedy is like a Navy SEAL ranger, like he's out overseas murking dudes for America. Yeah. And then he comes back and fights in the UFC. Like, to me, like he shouldn't lose ever. Uh, Remember we were talking about yeah, this? Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is an interesting topic. Okay. You're saying he was trained by killers. Ah. I think it's different. Military's not hand-to-hand combat, just specifically hand-to-hand combat. See, that's that's kind of what I was thinking because I think in all also fighting to kill 
I know the fighters, their mentality is like called die in the cage, but also they're not trying to kill. Mm. I mean, they're trying to. But here's the thing. The ref stops it before the dude would die in a, in a realistic hand to hand, no knives, nothing. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? But if you're fighting hand to hand and you're trying to kill, wouldn't you be like trying to snap the neck? Like, it's a good point. Mainly just snap the neck. Wouldn't you be trying to snap the neck? Yes, I think so. But when you got them, when you got their back, wouldn't you just like go for the quick little of the head? (laughs) I guess so. You know what I mean? Well, what would happen if Tim Kennedy jumped on the back of Yoel and snapped his neck in the cage? You can't snap his neck. (laughs) (laughs) His neck's been fused so many times. I don't think that is a bad example. I don't don't think you can snap his neck. Okay, he gets on the back of. McGregor, uh huh, and just goes for the goes for the kill. Yeah, would he be would he be prosecuted? Is the question. Absolutely. You think so? Uh-huh. Murder. Yeah. Manslaughter. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. You know, I've been watching uh, this TV show, Law and Order, mm. recently. What's the dun dun? Yeah, that. it's anytime it changes the scene of or anytime it changes location it goes yeah and then it says the location the time Mm -hmm. and everything and it's really it's really frustrating because i try and not turn it up too loud to wake my roommates Uh (laughs) (laughs) but so i Try and like keep the volume low, but then I can't hear the the difference between the noise of the dunta uh-huh. and the voices. <laughs> yeah, is the dunta is like, like ten, ten times louder. Yes, like ten x louder. Uh, so I try and time it, like I crank it down. And oh, then, you you like can tell when it's about to come up, so you hit. Well, I try. It happens like thirty five times an episode. So I'm like, <laughs> it's like dunta. <laughs> But anyway, but watching that show, it's made me want to be like a, like an ADA or something. Mm, what's an ADA? Uh, assistant district attorney. Okay. Or like a, a detective. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I've always, like on the inside, wanted to kind of be a detective. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie Seven with Morgan Freeman and Bra- Brad Pitt? They're uh-huh. detectives in like New York, really, and it's all kind of dark and rainy. And yeah, see, they're in New York too, uh-huh. and it's kind of dark and rainy. Yeah. But I've been watching Law and Order Special Victims Unit. That's a crazy one. It gets kind of heavy, yeah, because it's all about rape and mm-hmm. mostly rape. <laughs> it's it's like, oh gosh, it it's made weird. me after watching the show. It made you not want to get raped. <laughs> It definitely made me not want to get raped, yeah. but also it made me scared. Mm. Like our little sisters, mm-hmm. I was like, "Keep the uncles away, uh, keep the cousins away, yeah. like never let them alone with any sort of anyone, yeah, ever." Dad, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I mean. I, for some reason, I'll 
within the last like year or something, I don't even like some of that stuff. I can't even like watch. I won't watch it because it makes me like think about that kind of stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I don't or I'll put myself in those situations where it's like, what if I was the dad and my daughter had something horrible happen to like her? You, like you that. like do a bunch of hypotheticals. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think of when I think of like, or when I see if there was like a shooter somewhere, mm-hmm. I'm like, what would I do in that situation? And then yeah. I break it down in my head that I would like pull out my concealed Glock yeah. and like chase after him and mm-hmm. murk him. Yeah, murk him. But then I think, would I actually do that? Or would, if you didn't have a concealed carry on you, what do you do then? That is true. That's why... Dude, anytime everyone, I... Everyone... That's why I think... I, think I, I don't... I haven't trained in a while, but it's like... I mean, you gotta be ready for anything, right? Yeah, there's a bunch of psychos. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Frank Mir. He's an old uh, UFC fighter. Okay. And he was talking about like situations where you need to use force. Mm-hmm. And he talks about jujitsu being so good because it's like you get in arm bars, Kimura, and you, you know, you snap guys limbs and he's like, that's just one step closer to just choking a dude out. Jeez. And he's like, which choking a dude out is either killing him or making him unconscious what's for the, you to stop something. What's the difference between <clears throat> Making him go unconscious and killing him. Hold just it, hold it longer. Like how much longer? It takes seven seconds to go unconscious. To go unconscious. So a, a dude's in a rear naked choke, seven seconds. Which say he doesn't get a good breath, maybe four seconds. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How are they not dead more in the UFC? I think it takes, you know, longer than just you got to be deprived of seconds. oxygen. Yeah, you got to sit there. And then there's probably stages. Like yeah. you're unconscious, then you're a vegetable, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you're dead. Probably. And there's probably a lot of stages in between mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there are a bunch of psychos out there, so staying ready. I think I think if I think we should all be carrying. Yeah. I mean Hell yeah. Like in the car. Oh yeah. Like I see videos of like People getting, like, jumped out of their cars and stuff. Mm -hmm. Scary stuff. But also, I'm like, maybe I should just stop watching videos. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that, does that just make you naive? There is, like, kind of a fine line right there where it's like you want to be prepared, but you also never want to live in fear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've got a buddy who's a real estate agent, and when he's out kind of in the boonies showing people land or houses yeah. farms whatever he has this sick concealed carry on his ankle and he all he tells me he always anytime anytime he's showing a house or farm or whatever it is he always has his pistol in his ankle holster that's a good idea yeah because also it never made sense to me because what good does it do if you have a gun locked in a safe like yeah at your house mm-hmm. buried deep in the back of your closet right and, like, someone breaks into your house, like, how long does it take you to get to your safe, open it? Well, I mean, I guess you should keep your gun in your safe at home. I guess, but, like, in a way... Like, if you have kids. Yeah. I it, See, that seems like a tough one, too, where it's like... I mean, realistically, when you hear a burglar in the middle of the night, how much time do you really have? Yeah. I mean, I don't... 
I don't know. But I think when you're not at your house, like having it accessible, like even in your car, if it's in your glove box or in your trunk, mm-hmm. like what is, what good is that going to do? Yeah. Like you got to have, have you seen those like holsters where it's like on, it's like, say you're like sitting in the driver's seat mm-hmm. and it's like on the inside of the console. Uh, yeah. Like strapped the to the side. part yeah. right there. Yeah. So you can just like grab it. Which I think, don't they make guns where it's like your thumbprint will like unlock the safety or mm-hmm. something? Yeah, there That's is. Probably, or holsters like that yeah, or something. Yeah, like you have to have your thumbprint. That way no, nobody can take your gun yeah. and kill you with your gun. Right. Yeah. Let's let's jump to the topic of what do you, do you think you shoot to kill? Always. 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 I do. I truly believe that. Sorry. Yo. But I mean, I guess that they're taught that in like law enforcement and military, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, when we, I, I can't remember if you did it, but you know, me, Eleanor, my sister, my mom, my dad, we took some tactical classes mm-hmm. and this, this special ops dude was the one teaching it. And he was telling us, you know, in any situation when you have to use a gun for self-defense, you always shoot to kill. You always shoot to kill. I mean, eat, a guy who's on a mission, who gets shot in the leg, isn't going to stop. That is true. I, and I'm sure maybe half of them will. I don't know. There's got to be a scenario, though. <clears throat> like, what if you had the gun, mm-hmm. I went rogue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's different. Would you shoot to kill me? <laughs> or if you were like, you had the shot where you could just like hit me, like, Twice in the leg and like in the shoulder. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd like be you're you're on bath salts. Yes, you got into drugs, super heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm you, hallucinating. Mm, I think had, I think you're out to kill me or yeah. get me or something. Yeah. You're like for the next like two months, you're kind of in and out of the house. You're like yeah. gone a week, you come back. Mm-hmm. You ask for money. I steal stuff. Steal stuff. Yeah, and then one night I take the car for a joyride. Yeah, gone for six days. Six days. You come back, mm-hmm. all basalted out, tripping. Yeah, I don't even know how to in, how to get bath salts into my system. <laughs> I guess I take a bath. <laughs> if someone set some bath salts in front of me, <laughs> I would not know what to do. I wouldn't either. Maybe I would. You'd probably try a couple things. I'd probably crush them up and <laughs> snort them. No, like sprinkle them in a smoothie or something. <laughs> He'd go the healthy route. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess I would snort, snort him. Maybe I would just kind of like lick him. Hmm. You know? Yeah. You're kind of like, like a cat. Like put him right here and just kind of. <laughs> I think that would work. I think any. Surely. I don't even know what a bath salt is. Anyway, I'm tripping on the bath salt. Right. I come you home. You come in the middle of the night. Like 1 a.m. Well, if I didn't know it was like, say it's in the middle of the night and I just see a figure breaking into my house, I might. Okay. But I would see. you, if if you saw a figure breaking in, like, I'd probably, I mean, I've seen my siblings <laughs> trying to crawl in and out of windows. <laughs> in me? <the> night. Me? <laughs> Not saying it's you. Okay. You know, uh-huh. sneaking, you the sneaking back in, right? Sneaking out, right? You know, yeah. So, like, I wouldn't 
you probably yell. Who the? <laughs> State who your name. Yeah. I think I my immediate thought would be like, oh, there's Sam crawling out of the window. Yeah. At one a.m. to right. go get bath salts, mm-hmm. and I would just kind of let him do his thing. Yeah. But I don't know. But I anyway, mean, but I you're you're saying you have like a kitchen knife running at me. Yeah, yeah. But I I can the, I flip the light on. I can see it's you. Yeah. I as I'm running, I say my mm. name. Mm. I mean, yeah. I guess I take a couple shots at your legs. Like you wouldn't like. I wouldn't. One in the you. heart, one in the head. No. Just end it right there. Two two in the chest, one in the head. Okay. Yeah. Mozambique drills. <laughs> um. So you you'd just injure me. Well, I'd try to. What if I miss a couple of your legs and then I end up getting stabbed to death? That is true. I'd, I guess I wouldn't I'd, kill you. If I was coming at you in that manner, I'd give you permission. Let's shake on it. Okay. Same here. Okay. Same here. That's fair. A, a gentleman's agreement. Yep. That's uh, that's legally binding. Yeah. And yeah. it's on got proof. Yeah. Like if you killed me. And then put a knife in my hand and then showed the ADA this. You'd be good. <laughs> like, you'd be good. Dang. Yeah. Oh. But I don't think you will. No. I hope not. No. Yeah, but Law and Order's pretty bomb. It's a cool show. I've watched some of that SVU one. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's lit. Yeah. Like it a lot. I don't know if I'd say it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, they no, it's a good show. It's with these TV shows. I feel like they always win. Mm. You know, I guess that's the only, you know, like at the end, TV. they always catch the guy. Are these based on real cases? I don't. I don't think so. You don't think so? I at, always wondered at the beginning that. it says like, and these are their stories. Mm. I think it's on like a book. Oh, really? I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. But it might be. I forget to. Oh. So. Let's see where we're at. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, when I, I, mean, I wonder if they actually are real cases, though. I mean, could they be? Could they even do that? I think they could base them off of cases, change like, all the names, yeah. locations, yeah. ages. All that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, I've um, I've been writing, like yeah. blogging. Yeah, check out the blog OliverPeg.com. But uh, it's been really like therapeutic. I've noticed. Yeah, you know, like I I usually just like like I'm either listening to a podcast or listening to like church on Sunday, yeah. and like someone will say something, and then I'm like I just kind of take like a phrase. Yeah. And then just like write a little thing on it, mm-hmm. but like the my my most recent one, I was listening to Alex Hormozzi, Hermozzi, something you like that. You were telling me about him, yeah, yeah. And he was dis- disregard this. I didn't write my blog on this, but he was talking about um, trauma, mm. and I thought this was interesting because his take was that trauma doesn't exist. Yeah. And like the guys doing the podcast were like, well, what was his reason? Like, why did he? So his reasoning is that trauma doesn't exist because things happen. 
He was like, you got in a horrible car accident. It, it happened. Well, is it trauma? Is it only trauma if you let it? See, that was, I think. Affect you? He was saying it's all about your response mm. to the, the trauma. Right. But he was saying that the trauma doesn't exist. It was the trauma. It wasn't the trauma. It was a car wreck yeah. that happened. Yeah. So now what are you going to do after the car wreck? Yeah. Are you going to be traumatized from mm-hmm. the car wreck? But, you know, I don't know if I'd. Because then you think about like military and PTSD. Or like. Yeah, that's a good rape point. victims. Yeah. PTSD. What? It, that's just something that happened to you? Yeah. See, that, that's when, kind when of he's, a tough one. Like when he said that, I was like, have you been yeah. assaulted? Or to war? Have you been to war? Right. I don't think he has. Yeah, I don't either. So I don't know if you can say it. But then again, I'm like. Where does he come? Are his parents rich? Did he grow up like kind of a rich kid? And he's like, ah, trouble doesn't exist. I don't know if he grew up a rich kid. He's super rich now. Mm. But, yeah, I think it's easy to say if nothing's happened to you. True. But also, that's fine. Like, the fact that he thinks that trauma isn't real, like. For him. Yeah. Then great. Yeah. He'll never be traumatized. Unless he is. Right. And things happen. But I'm True. just saying, for him to have that ideology, I'm like, whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've, I think I've realized that I do not care at all anyone else's. Like, if someone thinks this way, I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. If someone thinks that way, I'm like, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was talking to a friend about this, about the fact that everything, like, everything is just... We do it to our. We've done it to ourselves, like our culture and society and all that kind of stuff. Like we have overcomplicated it. Period. Individually, or you mean like history? As no, just like in today's culture. Okay. Like we have just we've done it to ourselves. Yeah. Like we have all like we overcomplicated things. Mm. It's really actually a lot simpler. Yeah. I think. And I think it's simple in the fact that everything is so obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is happening? Why? Oh, because they did that. Mm. Oh, this is happening? Oh, it's because we did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not complicated, but things are happening and we're like, let's think of every single reason other than the truth of why this is happening. Mm. And we just overcomplicate it. And then just create so many issues off of that. Is it almost like blaming, trying not to blame yourself, so you try and come up with something to blame? Probably. In a way. That probably has something to do with it. Which, I mean, you know, you like, everything is obviously a lot more accessible and easier. You know, we're not having to raise our own animals, grow our own food, like people had to back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we have... Everything's so accessible that we have almost too much time on our hands. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of like allowing ourselves instead. You know, back in the day, it was like you woke up, you worked all day, and then you went back to sleep. Yeah. 
you had dinner with your family and there wasn't time to think about the some of the things that all the bull crap yeah all the bull crap yeah and it's like and also there wasn't as much bull crap because no one had time to go out and create all this bull crap. yeah okay i see what you're saying you know we kind of did it to ourselves we kind of did it to ourselves yeah and also just the fact that like like if if the government was like oh there's a trillion dollars missing then they blame everyone mm. when really it's probably because they did something with the trillion right <laughs> you know what i yeah. mean like it's it's not that complicated it's probably simple yeah you know yeah also we were talking about uh good old biden and we were talking about how we feel sorry for him mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's and, and almost sad. <laughs> the person I was talking to said that to her, it seems like it's elder abuse. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I think that's true. Mm. Like, the fact that they shove him out there on yeah. the stage and say good luck. Uh, is that elder abuse? I mean, it's tough. Is that to ageism? <laughs> you might be onto something. I think it is. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, you watch some of the things and you're like, gosh, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Like, why don't they just let him go kick it in Nantucket and just hang out on the beach? I don't know. I mean, did he even choose this? I don't think, I don't think he knows where he is. But yeah. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it kind of freaky? The fact that I just think it's crazy that. Like, I feel like I know a lot of great people, mentors, all these kind of people. And I'm like, why? It's like, why is he our president? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And then, all, like, just the small pool of people that are candidates over the past, like, now and in the past, you know? Like, where? Why? Yeah. Well, maybe that is the reason is that he can't really think for himself, so yeah. they get to kind of make all the decisions behind the scenes a little bit. How much they power? Kind of control the, how much power do you think the president actually has? Does it depend on the president, or do you think that they have a bunch of power, or they don't have a bunch of power? I'm sure it changes president to president. Yeah, I mean, just the way that Trump is compared to Biden, I'm sure. You would think Trump probably had more power than than Biden does. Yeah. Just in like probably just in like the conviction in his voice when he talks to his cabinet. Yeah. Like they're probably like, No no no, do this. And Biden might be like, What? And Trump <laughs> might be like, Hell no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just think it's crazy that I don't know. I wish Joe Rogan would run for president. I know. He'll never. He'll never. I don't want him to. Yeah, you, it might. Do you think it ruins men? Probably. The In sad a way. Thing, the sad thing is, is that government used to be, you know, you go in. It's a public service. Mm-hmm. Like, you go in, you serve your country for, I don't even know the terms on House or Senate or anything mm-hmm. like that. But you go in and you serve those years, mm-hmm. and then you go back to your job, mm. and that's it. 
Yeah. It wasn't a career. Right. Now it's a career. Mm. Now it's from high school, they're grooming you to be right. a career politician. Right. Which seems a little bit, it, it seems simple. It seems obvious to me. The fact that they're going into it as a career politician, obviously the motives are different than going in to serve and going back to your career, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Because now you're trying to, My, well, it's your livelihood now. Uh, yeah. You're trying to take care of your family mm-hmm. off this. You're trying to get ahead off this. Mm-hmm. You're trying to climb the chain off this. Yeah. It's not climbing the corporate chain, the corporate ladder. It's not you making partner at a law firm. Right. It's you trying to be the top dog. When did that change? Do you know? I don't know. It would be interesting to kind of see when. Yeah. But I really got to pee. You want to yeah. Yeah, come yeah. back on it? Yeah. Okay. Fizz, fizz, G whiz. <laughs> All right. Back from the pee break. Yeah. Sometimes it. You just got to let it flow. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It happens. It does. It does. <sighs> Man. I love these seltzer things. They're awesome. This flavor? Tangerine lemongrass. I know. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. Pretty I don't good. taste lemongrass. I don't either. I'm not really sure what that is. Mm, yeah, some kind of vegetable. Yeah. Toxic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. Yeah, I know. I know. Whole foods, no processed foods. You're good. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. Also, just, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> I watched a video and it was like trying to eat lunch. And it was this guy and he like got out some bread and was going to make a sandwich. So he like got the bread out and set it on his plate and then got his phone to like find a recipe for a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it showed a video and it was like, Five reasons why white bread will kill you. And he was like, oh. So he grabbed the white bread, threw it in the trash, went and grabbed some whole wheat bread, uh-huh. set it on the thing, opened a video. Whole wheat bread is made of poison. <laughs> he throws it away. He's like, oh. And then he like goes and like gets like some vegetables out of the fridge, like some carrots. Mm-hmm. And he throws them on the table. Or throws them on the plate or whatever. And then it was like carnivore MD saying vegetables are toxic. <laughs> yeah. And he throws them away and he's like looking around. And he like gets some, like some apple juice and pours it. And it's like fruit juices are <laughs> like the worst thing for yeah. you. And he like grabs the like glass and like chunks it on the floor <laughs> and just like is done. There's, al- there's always going to be something. There's always right? something. Everybody's got an opinion yeah. or a, a reason why yeah. or evidence. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone in our house almost eats differently. Yeah. A little, in little ways, minuscule ways. Well, I guess. Kind of big ways. Okay, maybe. It's like split half and half. Split half and half. But. I guess it's just what, what works for you. What works for you. Try different things, figure out what works. Yeah. If it works and you like it, go for it. Roll with it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. All we can do is what we can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So next up, January, back to Brazil. Back to Brazil. So we got um, 
So our older brother, Sam, who's been on the podcast a couple times, yeah. um, is going to go for the first time with you this next time. Beginning beginning of January? Yeah. Do you like have tickets yet? First week of January. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And y'all will be going down together. We finally... It was cool seeing those pictures. pictures. Yeah. Like... I wish we could you know, throw them up. I know. But it was it was the pictures of our broker at the airport in Manaus picking up our product. Mm-hmm. And like he like took a selfie with it. Yeah. And it was like it was like nine PM yeah. and like Brazilians working at nine PM. <laughs> That's unheard of. Unheard of. <laughs> and uh, it was just dope. Yeah. Like those are the products that we shipped from here to there and it like just the magnitude of work that had to go in to get it cleared through customs and like going back and forth Mm -hmm. and all the paperwork and just like paying fees with a brazilian bank account Mm -hmm. and like like getting the money and going from usd to haiz you know it was just it was kind of a grind yeah and so the fact that they're actually there and it took that long. Oh, it's crazy. It's pretty cool. It's crazy. Yeah, so we're going down January. And Sam will only be there a week. And then you're going to fly down mm-hmm. after. Yeah. And yeah, we're just going to be selling. So if y'all know any docs, clinics, surgery centers in Manaus, <laughs> then uh, let them know we're there with some uh, orthopedic braces. American orthopedic braces. American. Made in America. That's right. Are we going to talk about uh, Colby Covington and what he had to say to LeBron? <laughs> Colby Covington went off on LeBron despite uh, at the press conference. Despite everything he says, the man is top tier. Yeah. The man is top tier. He is top tier. He's pretty good. He's. Are we talking about LeBron or Colby? Colby. Okay. I mean, LeBron's a G too. Yeah. I don't. I don't, you know, I don't follow yeah. stuff. Like it was crazy, though, because I think he's been, this is year 20 mm-hmm. or something like that. That and he's been in the league? Yeah. Dang. And, like, his numbers year 20 are better than his numbers year one. Are they really? Yeah. Dang. Like, he's more points per game. Really? Isn't that insane? That's pretty wild. His, I think his goal is, like, he'll... <laughs> Everyone out there is probably, like... <laughs> We really don't know much about NBA. <laughs> we do not. But I think his goal is uh-huh. to play with his kid. Oh, yeah. I've heard this, actually. His kid's at USC. So he's year in college one. year one. Yeah. So he could go to the league after year one. Is that how that works? I think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, NBA. Could, oh, could, they don't do high school to pro anymore. I think right? you can. Really? I think you have to go to like the D League or you can play overseas but you can, can for you a can, year. Okay, so and not then, direct from... I don't think. I don't think you can. People know, but we don't. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Colby was talking trash on LeBron because yeah. he... I don't know what prompted it. Yeah, I don't know exactly. But he did say that LeBron was a explicitive mm. multiple times Yeah, and that uh, if LeBron has anything to say, he can... He'll fight him. Okay, let's play this scenario. Let's play this scenario. LeBron, Colby, in a cage, locked door. I mean, LeBron's 
Six nine, six eight. Really, at least two fifty. At least, I mean, close to two fifty. Yeah. Probably. I mean, he's an athlete. Absolutely, absolute athlete. Is he on steroids? He's got to be, right? I've always wondered this with the NBA. Yeah, you never hear about the uh-huh. NBA in steroids, uh-huh. NFL on steroids. Yeah, but okay, NFL one hundred percent. Okay, I think steroids, but I also think like some other stuff. What is that? What does that mean? Like get you rocked up for the game, uh, make you not feel pain, uh, and then after the game, the next couple of days, like the pain that you're in. Yeah. Like uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh-huh. it, his girlfriend or his fiance or whatever, put a video of him after his most recent game, or put a video of their bedroom, uh-huh. and like the sheets were bloody because he bled all night because he's so banged up from the game like internal bleeding no and like throwing up no 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 no. like just cuts oh jeez and like she'd like throw the sheets away and like all the towels were maybe they got a little freaky (laughs) (laughs) that could be another reason why i'm just kidding um but think about that i mean it's got to be pretty painful absolutely after a whole entire nfl game just getting, like, especially if you're a running back, just getting sat on by, like, 350-pound <laughs> dudes. Not just sat on, but, like, slammed. Yeah. And then, like, four of them yeah. on you. And you just got to get, you just got to pop back up. Put me back in, coach. Yeah. Probably, uh Do you remember Derek Wolf talking about, like, taking shrooms before his NFL game? And he said at halftime. Yeah, and he said sometimes he'd take a little too much. Yeah, and he'd be, like, kind of tripping. Kind of tripping out there. But he was like a, like his inner demon came yeah. out. That dude's a wild man. So I think they're definitely on stuff. Yeah. I mean, not all of them. Probably right. a lot of them. Yeah. And then NBA. I mean, if you're making millions of dollars. Also, LeBron's, like, almost 40, and they're playing yeah. how many games? Yeah. He's got, I mean, he's a couple games a week. At least recover like peptides and stuff like that for recovery. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, is it illegal? Peptides? I mean, like steroid use in NBA and NFL. I mean, I think they do random drug tests. Uh, it doesn't mean but they legalized marijuana. Yeah, which I a, think is fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, probably. Also, I saw the Patrick Beverly. He's a NBA player, uh. and his last post-game conference mm-hmm. he came out with a cup and a bud light and like he's repping bud light like he was drinking or one of them was a bud light it was, and then it showed like multiple videos of him doing this i'd never seen this before huh. like he was drinking a bud light and then like a budweiser huh. and then like a miller light but he's it was just like pat bev enjoys a bev <laughs> after the game do you think they're like partying hardcore after or they gotta i mean they gotta be yeah they're like flying to the from L.A. to New York to play their next game, like the next day. They're out there drinking beers. I guess one beer post-game, it some carbs. Hurt. Yeah, quick, can't quick hurt. carbs. Yeah. I think yeah, it's I good so. for you. Yeah. Recovery. Yeah. In a way, maybe. I guess. It is quick. I mean, you can chug a beer in a couple seconds. Yeah, I probably couldn't. What's the last time you had a beer? Hmm. <sighs> A while. Yeah. I mean, at least. 
It's probably been seven, eight months. It's probably been like Maybe a, a year. solid <clears throat> year. It's been year and a half, two. Really? Yeah. Since I've drank any alcohol. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't really have a desire. I don't really either anymore. Which, I mean, if you do drink, cool. Yeah. But I just, I don't really have a desire. Yeah. I mean, I've drank before, and uh-huh. I've always, I've, I've realized that whenever I did drink, like at the end or the next morning, uh-huh. I hated it. Like, I hate how I felt. Yeah. And I was like, this sucks. And I just felt like a loser the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, I really want to go to the gym or like go on a run or like yeah. not be a lazy slob. Yeah. And I so heard, I think that's kind of what did it for me. I yeah. was like, eh, I don't need it. There was this one guy that I was around here and there. And I remember him saying this and I, I won't forget it, but he was talking about like we were drinking one night back when I used to drink and he was talking about, he's like, yeah, I'm just drinking for another hangover. And he's like, when you think about it like that, you're like, I'm just drinking for a hangover the next morning. You know, does does that make sense? It's like you're pre gaming for the hangover. For the hangover, like that's that's the that's the end. The end, yeah. The end is a hangover. The end of drinking is a hangover. Yeah, that is kind of interesting, right? But then, yeah, it's like you're going on a road trip. Yeah. Like you're going from Miami to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Maybe Alabama to Miami. Yeah. And it's like the whole journey is you drinking. And then when you get to Miami, that's your hangover. Yeah. Yeah. Straight so, up. Yeah. I like alcohol, though. Yeah. Like I like like certain wines. Mm. I like... uh Whiskey. Mm. I like like four beers. Mm. Uh, Stella's. Yeah. Blue Moons. Yeah. Let me guess the last two. Okay. Uh, I heard the beginning. The Yingling. Yingling. And. Don't tell me the last one. Okay. Is it one I know? It's not Mm. like some European. Yes. You tried in a. Yes. Pub. Yes. That is. (laughs) Okay. I don't need. You'll have to tell me. Carlsberg. No. Smittick's. Ah, yeah, it's fire, old Smitty. Yeah, I think I re- I like the uh, the red, the amber, mm. the amber ale. Yeah, fire. Yeah, dude. When we were, when we were in Dublin on that study abroad, I went on. Mm-hmm. We were there for like six weeks or something in yeah. the summer. I mean, I drink every single day. <laughs> Not like I got drunk every single day. You'd go out have beer. Yeah, like every day. Rip a heater. No, I never ripped a heater. Yeah. But, yeah, it was like dinner, beer. Mm-hmm. Or like on the way to dinner, mm-hmm. grab a beer. After dinner, just grab a beer. Yeah. It's like just grabbing a beer yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I could tell. At the end of it, I was like. I was going to ask you. Yeah. What, was, what, what did you feel at the end? I was like chubby. Really? I mean, like a little bit. Yeah. And I was like puffy yeah you know alcohol does make like swollen puffy. inflammation yeah Cheeks and i just get red yeah. and i was just like i was just like a blah yeah yeah you know? i mean it was awesome it was fun great experience sure. you know yeah. and i bounced back yeah but yeah it was just crazy 
just drinking all the time. Yeah. And then we'd go to like the like Guinness and like Jameson because yeah. they were all there in Dublin. Jameson is it? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Jameson's good too. We used to drink a little Jameson back in the day. You did? Uh-huh. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it is. I always drink the uh the crown peach. Yeah, you like the crown peach. I like remember. just straight glass. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I like I think I like my alcohol straight. Yeah. Well, do you like it on the rocks or neat? Neat is no ice. Neat. Rocks. Because really? I have an issue with chewing ice. Uh, and like chewing ice with alcohol is just kind of, mm. it's not really that good. I but like, just like I like it on the rocks. Like really? a Jameson on the rocks. Okay. And you kind of let the ice melt. I need one of the giant, the giant ice balls. Mm. Those are cool. I've never. That way I can chew it. Yeah. Unless I wanted to choke. <laughs> yeah. I haven't drank in a lot. Uh, for me a long time and it's like i almost don't like i get offered drinks when i'm out or with mm-hmm. friends or whatever and like <clears throat> you know sometimes it, you'll s- notice like certain people they kind of um, not, maybe not really get aggravated but you can kind of tell it's like why aren't you drinking why aren't you you know what i mean but in my head it's like I've gone this long without, I don't want to break this. Mm. You know, it's almost like a challenge yeah. in my head. Yeah. And it's like, I can't break. What I can't break. What is it about those people? Because I've, I've encountered those people yeah. too. <clears throat> and I'll be honest with you. I want to like punch them in the face. <laughs> like it pisses me the hell off. Really? I it get, doesn't affect I get, me. I get angry. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm just like. Like, mind your own damn business. Uh-huh. Like, what does, how does me not drinking uh-huh. affect you in what? any way? I think when someone's doing something that's a little... Uh, it's almost like they want you to be part of it so they don't feel alone, weird or alone or... Yeah, I could or, see that. Or almost like... Like, say you're drinking with kind of a... A drinker. A drinker, or like a fat dude. Mm. And they're like, oh, why don't you have a beer? Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm good. Do you think maybe they don't understand why? I think that's probably a portion of it. Uh And also, like maybe you're like... In my head, I'm like, what does it matter? And in their head, they're probably like, well, what does it matter? True. It's just a beer. Right. It's mm-hmm. just 12 mm-hmm. every other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's it going to do? Yeah. Beer's good for you. Yeah, that's... That's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> Beer gives you wings. Yeah, it does. Makes you fly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I think... I don't know why that aggravates me so much. Mm. I, t- <laughs> I like it. Because it gives... it When I do say no, I'm like... Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like I'm rubbing like you it in warm. their face. You exactly. Yeah. It's a cha- it's a you're in a duel. Yeah. See, I don't feel like that. When uh, I say no, I say like I I don't want them to think that or I don't want them to think that I think I'm better than them because I said no. Uh, like I don't care if they're drinking uh, at all. I'll be I'm honest. like go for it. I'll get you drinks. Okay. Like 
whatever. Yeah. I think I'll be honest with you. I think maybe a little egotistical of me, but I am like, eh. Like, you're better than them. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, if that's how you feel, that's, that, you that's feel. probably not you know? not good. I mean, if it works <laughs> for you. It does. It, it, it's working. Then keep keep rolling with it. Yeah. Oh, I was going <sighs> to slip my mind. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think about... UFC card this weekend. Oh my <laughs> I could talk about this for probably biggest fights of the year. Yeah. And who's main? Who's main line in this bad boy? <laughs> who's the main card? Leon. Co-main, right? Co-title. Well, yeah. There's two title fights on. Okay. Leon Edwards is fighting Colby Covington. Ah, they fought before. Mm. No, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Colby's got him. And then we got... uh, Wait. Oh. Leon. Bang. Headshot. Dead. For the belt. For the belt. Why does Colby get the shot at the belt? He hasn't fought in two years. Oh, because when he wins, then he's going to fight Connor. For the belt. Hmm? Yeah. That's what Dana told me. (laughs) Really? Yeah, he called me. You in cahoots with Dana? Why can't we be friends with Dana? I guess we wonder in this other day. I know. It was like, why aren't we? Do you would you <laughs> do you want to be famous? Would you want to be famous? Um. Yeah, I'd probably like the attention. <laughs> <laughs> you know when when I turned when I was like sixteen uh-huh. or seventeen somewhere around there, I kind of thought in my head like. And this has been since that time to now. Uh-huh. I'm 23. Yeah. I've thought, you know, I think I'm going to be famous one day. Yeah. That's weird. I've kind of thought that too. You thought that too? I'm not even kidding. I think like, it, just this little thought in the back of my head. Mine, mine's almost <laughs> consumed my whole entire mind. Really? Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm going to be famous. Dang. See, I'm almost like, I could care less real, realistically. I could uh-huh. probably care less if I'm famous or not. But... There are certain things where, well, I feel like there's so many people who make a ton of money who are famous. And so mm-hmm. it's almost like you kind of, you're like, oh, famous equals money. Yeah. Which that, that, that's not really right. Yeah. You can not be famous and still make a ton of money. Yeah. But, <clears throat> um, yeah, I just think. That I want to make a lot of money one day. Yeah. So it's not really I can about care the fame. Yeah. It's more about the wealth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I can care less about the money. I just want the fame. Really? No. You want both. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I want to be famous, though. Hmm. I think maybe just like the... Sometimes, like on, like on the inside, I'm like... Like on the outside, I think I'm like pretty calm, pretty like... E- really easy going mm-hmm. just kind of like nonchalant mm-hmm. not really nothing really grinds my gears yeah. or i'm not gonna show it right i'm not gonna like blow up in your face or like you know yeah i'll just let things roll off the back uh-huh. but every once in a while 
like I think my true inner self is like like I think like I think I'm a dog yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. and like every once in a while like in my car I just leave it on like the Christian station mm-hmm. that's it the radio mm-hmm. I came home the other day and I was like it was kind of loud and my sister our sister Elle was like who listens to the radio <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? That's all I listen to. But then every once in a while, you know, I'll hook up the ox and I'll roll the windows down. What do you go to? Wiz Khalifa. Ah. Yeah. And then I think to myself, I think to myself of like which song I'm going to play when I buy a Ferrari with the top down. Mm. And I like, I, re- I, I like to drive fast. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like when I throw Wiz on, you're out there whipping it. I'm whipping it in that Honda. But in your head, are you like in a Ferrari bumping? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I think like when I get my Ferrari, which song am I gonna play? Like the to first like, one? Yeah, to like christen the Ferrari. Ferrari. What's it gonna be? It's gonna be Wiz Khalifa. Do you know which one? Yeah, it's gonna be uh, rooftops. Yeah. And now yes. I'm on the rooftop. No. Well, or millions. That one's a banger. Really? Yeah. I'll play it for you after. Okay. So we don't get copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Millions by Wiz Khalifa in a Ferrari. Mm. Like, sometimes I go to that place. Like, it's in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, like... Do you feel like you need it? Like, you're like, I'm kind of a little bit... I need a little... Yeah. Like, a little... Pick... I'm not, not really pick me up, but you need a little inspiration, maybe? Yeah, just some, like... Like, let's go get this. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, like, after, like, when we were in Brazil, mm-hmm. like, if we had, like, a good meeting, mm-hmm. like, I'd come out and I'd be, like, like, I'd just go off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, like, just cursing. Yeah. Just, like, in a good way, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not in a good way, but, like, a I'm positive just like, yeah, like, manner. Like, I'm the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. else sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a killer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I do that too. Different things. Yeah. But like, like, I've noticed it after a meeting or yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Or, but sometimes I get like, I don't ever show when I get pissed off, but mm-hmm. sometimes if I do get pissed off, mm-hmm. like I punch stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What's the like, hardest thing you've ever punched? I don't know. I was in the shower the other day and I was pretty mad. Were you punched in the shower? Because like it was like that Brazil thing. Yeah. yeah. One of the Brazil things kind of like fell apart for a minute. And I was in the shower. I think I think maybe I'm just a little bit dramatic. Hmm. Like I think I think that I'm in like a movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the cameras are on me. I'm in the shower. Uh-huh. Like, I kind of turned, like, half the lights out. Uh-huh. I was just pissed. Yeah. I was just standing there for, like, yeah. 15 minutes. And then I was like, oh. I just, like, punched the shower wall. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn it. You know? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I think I think that's just me being a little bit dramatic. And also the, the whole power trip thing. Yeah. With, like, after a meeting or, like, uh-huh. whipping to Wiz Khalifa. I think it's just, I think that the cameras are on me, mm. but they're not, mm. you know? I get, yeah. 
So I don't know what that makes me. I do that in ways. Does but that make not me like a, like a a douche? No. Okay. No. All right. What no. ways do you do it? I think I do it more so. <laughs> I think I do it more so. Let me guess. Weightlifting. Yes. Okay. Like you think you look like really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm like a freaking yeah. Nobody can like, touch I'm the best. me. I work harder than every single yeah. person in here. Yeah. Every single, and then I just go whale on the bag. Mm. Just go whale on it. That's good. They're I what think, I think those feelings are good. I do too. It do breeds too. competition mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. action. Excellent. Because. Action. Because just like Ernest uh, Hemingway said, mm. don't confuse movement with action. Mm. Mm. I like that. Sometimes you can just like aimlessly move for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. Is that action? Wasn't Hemingway a drunk? Was that Hemingway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good point, though. It is a good it's point. It's a really good point. It's very true. It's very true. I, I mean, I think like me going and hitting the bag, it's, it's just like a little outlet. You know, yeah, you get yeah. to kind of express a little bit of either how you're feeling, you're amped, you're pissed off, mm-hmm. you're like, and you just go freaking, let's go get it. There was a guy, uh, there was a guy, a friend, a, a friend's older brother who, you know, I'm not like close with or anything, but we know each other. And he was in the gym and he came over to me. And he's like, man, what did that bag ever do to you? Because <laughs> I was just sitting over there. It's what the bag the represents. Bag. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's not the bag itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, every once in a while, you just got to let it rip. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's healthy, actually. I think it is healthy. I think it's healthy. Holding it all in there. Yeah. You can't just, be good. No, it can't be. No. Like shoving it down. Yeah. Got to let it out sometimes. Let because the beast out. I think if you don't let it out on healthy outlets, yeah, then you'll find an unhealthy outlet to yeah. probably let it out on. Well, at some point, it's gonna come out, and that will probably be unhealthy. Yeah, or it'll come out at a time you don't want it to come out mm. on someone you don't want it to come out mm. on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so finding that uh, healthy outlet is important. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's uh what's next for this this little podcast that we're doing? What do we always say? I forgot. <laughs> oh shoot! Over and out. See you on, on the, the tripod. There you go. <laughs> gang, gang, son. <laughs>